This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to our Office Chair to 5K series. Lovely to check in with you guys again. Um, If you are following the plan from the very beginning, then I believe you will have just finished week seven and you are embarking now on week eight. Week eight looks a little bit scary, but it's all good. We are here to support you. Uh, It only looks a bit scary because it looks like a lot of running. Um, You're starting to move from taking the little walk breaks out now to running uh, for consistent periods of time. Um, But just as a little reminder, if you're struggling with anything, of course, feel free to repeat a week. But also, you can totally take the pace of that rundown. And we talk a little bit about pace in this week's episode. Cara is over halfway in her journey. She's just completed week five. And she's a little concerned already about what we do next which is forever the question for us runners, I think. We're always struggling with that Um, and holding ourselves accountable because we know it makes us feel good and we know we enjoy it, but it's really tricky to get out there without a goal sometimes. She's loving the structure and the accountability of the plan and I think is having a classic little wobble about what happens when that gets taken away. So we talk about pace, we talk about uh, events, we talk a little bit about longer distances, Um, not getting too ahead of ourselves, but just to remind her that there are plenty of other goals she could chase out there. And it really is totally up to her what she wants to do next. Uh, So tune in for that if that sounds like something that you are relating to coming towards the end of the plan. Or if you're not doing the plan at all and you're just after a new goal at the moment, we're always 
always up for new ideas. Uh, running groups is another thing that that leads us on to talking about and the accountability of having a run buddy, whether that's informally or whether that's as part of a wider group. Uh, so we have a little bit of a chat about that as well. Car's definitely at a point in her training now where she can do a little bit more talking, I say loosely, while she's running. Uh, and how nice that is to have somebody that you can chat away to. Equally, if they're a bit faster than you and you can use them for some of your quicker runs, how nice it is to have a live podcast going on. That's what I do with my friend Lex. She talks away at me about her week and I listen. Can't get a word in edgeways. Couldn't if I tried. Um, so listen up. Enjoy. Good luck with your running this week. As per, check out the show notes um, if you want more information on how you can get more help from us, whether that's via the magazine, which you can still subscribe to with that great deal that means that you get the free 5k guide at the moment, whether that's through our weekly newsletter, which um, we have available for you. We've got even more stuff in there if you need it. Uh, I'm not really selling it well. I promise it's nice, just nice and chatty. And um, yeah, the other pod, all of that stuff, you already know it. You've already heard me say it a million times. Let's get into it. This series of the Women's Running Podcast is sponsored by Vivo Barefoot. Vivo Barefoot is on a mission to create footwear that brings you closer to nature. Esther, you always talk about how perfect your feet are. Well, it turns out that Vivo Barefoot agrees with you. Your feet are the perfect bits of kit and humans have evolved to walk, move and run barefoot. So what could be more natural than a shoe that enables you to do just that? I do have perfect feet. Thanks, Vivo Barefoot. Their shoes are beautiful and are designed wide to provide natural stability, thin to enable you to feel more underfoot and flexible to help you build your natural strength from the ground up. Studies show that foot strength increases by 60% in a matter of months just by walking around in them. And they feel wonderful to move around into. They really do. Vivo Barefoot has a great range of shoes for kids and adults and for every activity. Plus, their footwear is produced using sustainably sourced natural, bio and recycled materials with the aim to protect the planet so you can run wild on it. And if you've popped on to vivobarefoot.com and are having a browse of the gorgeous shoes, do check out Vivo Health while you're there. Vivo Health is an online platform for natural health. This has online courses, health assessment tools and workshops that will help you improve foot strength, technique for both road and trail running and more. Just pop along to vivobarefoot.com slash UK slash Vivo Health to find out more. And we've saved the best bit till last. Vivo Barefoot are offering everyone a 100 day trial on their footwear. And you can pick up a pair today with an exclusive 15% discount for you, our lovely pod squad. Just use the code WOMENSRUNNING15 at the checkout. Hello. Hello, we're back and we're ready to do it all over again. <laughs> it just keeps on going week on week. <laughs> what week are we on now? Right. The majority of listeners, if you have been listening since week one, if you are listening mm -hmm. back and you are following it along with your plan, uh, should be about to embark on week eight. So just finished week seven. Car, I believe, though, that you will have just finished week five, about to embark on week six. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. 
Okay. Oh, so how's it been going? How was last week then? Yes, it's been it's been good. Um, so yeah, I was on five minutes running, two minutes walking, and then down to five minutes running and ninety seconds walking. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good to do the five minutes the the whole time. I kind of it was nice to go out on each run and like know what I was coming into. Um, and I felt like from the off, I felt positive because the um, the two minutes of walking felt almost too long. I was kind of like when do I get back to the running bit and get going? So once mm-hmm. I hit the the 90 seconds walking, um, that was, a, yeah, that was good. And mm-hmm. like I said in the last episode, I think just starting to get into that zone and um, and like Hull had previously been saying, um, enjoying kind of plodding along and starting to get to the stage where I'm not desperately waiting for the walking bit in fact I'm actually getting to the walking bit and being like oh bloody hell how long do I have to do this for um, yeah it really? does come kind of doesn't it where you end up I, so I was talking to uh Lex our mutual friend I I realized I said friend of the pod before which confused Cara because afterwards she was like I didn't know Lex been on the podcast and I was like no that does make it sound like she's been on the pod doesn't it she mm. she hasn't but she is a friend of ours and she was talking about her half marathon training and she's just discovered as we all do at some point in all of this stuff about easy runs Mm -hmm. and of course has realized that all of the running she's been doing has been a bit too quick and that she needed to slow it down but her first point which I thought was completely valid was she was like how fucking slow like mm. that's going to take me ages to complete my long runs and I do think Carl, that there does come a well, point where you realize that don't you where you're like but that's going to take me so much longer I just kind of want to once you know you can do it you're a bit like I just want to get on with it now Ah, uh, okay so when you're saying slow runs does that include walking for bits or does it just mean slowing down like your it pace? just means slowing your pace so like technically right. an easy run I would definitely look at an easy run on a training plan and be and run it at my very standard 11 minute mile pace and not bother trying to make that slower but in theory you should add one or two minutes to your minute per mile at pace and run it super slowly and then some of your weeks some of your runs you're doing in in like midweek you might want to make a bit quicker and turn them into tempo runs or interval sessions or something but so this, I guess this is you know. where I'm I'm getting to, which is that like I'm definitely following the plan, and I think that's what I need to probably focus on. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea what my pace is. I have no idea how far I'm running. I'm just doing what it says on the tin, and there's five minutes of just running, and I don't don't know if it's good running or bad running. That's or, absolutely fine. I think at this running. point, if you're finding it comfortable and you're feeling like I mean comfortable to a point that you could probably have a a breath slightly breathless conversation then mm. I think that's absolutely that's absolutely fine don't worry about it too much though so those are things you could probably find out um with your watch by looking at it afterwards but only if you're interested yeah are, yeah. You, are you on Strava or anything like that no I wanted to kind of avoid it this time I think um yeah I'm not very kind of competitive and Mm -hmm. part of me thought I might be discouraged like even whole knowing that you're I'd heard the word 11 and I Mm. don't know what that means but if I knew what it meant and I was worse I would probably be like oh well fuck this it's not for me everyone else is better at it so part of me has kind of avoided Mm -hmm. it because I'm like you know the purposes that I'm getting out and and running and I do genuinely believe that it doesn't matter 
how long it takes you to do that or how your journey to getting to it is um but sometimes it does make me nervous that I'm like I, I don't know how long that took me I don't know what my pace was I don't know how far I went I don't know yeah, anything yeah other but, than I, mean, that I got you, out there <laughs> I think I mean you're absolutely right you don't you don't need to know what pace you're mm. you're running at you really really you definitely don't need to know that and it's only if you wanted to get quicker over a longer distance mm. that you would need to be bothered at all about knowing what your pace so was. So how do you get mm. to that point? So is that like you kind of get to a 5K mark, you do a 5K, you know, park run or race or whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. and then you start kind of taking notice and it becomes a bit more competitive where you're like, oh, these people were faster at doing 5K than me. Maybe I, I want think- to increase it depends on on your particular goals cart that's never been my vibe I think I'm a bit mm. more of a distance gal the only reason that I'm looking at my pace at all this time because I've also 100% done like naked running I think lots of people call it where yeah you don't you're not wearing a watch you're not looking at that um I did that for the last half marathon that I did where I just based it on time on my feet rather than on the pace or the mm. distance um, I'm only doing it this time because I wanted to match the pace that I did last time I did it because I realized that that felt quite comfortable and that was a good pace for me but mm. yeah some people I think like to go right okay that 5k felt good that's my distance if I want to challenge myself maybe I could think about could I run that same distance but faster some people I think like I would be and I think Esther would be too like what's my next distance challenge like can I do a 10k now I think it just completely depends or you might not be like you said if you're not very competitive you might be like Mm. well that's my thing I liked park run now I do those every couple of weeks and you don't ever build on it well I I, Mm. I think the I think the big the big difference the big thing is running 5k around where you live or running it as part of a race or running it as part of park run which I do understand is not a race but anything mm. where you're timed, allegedly, uh, anything where you're timed will mean that you immediately get a concept of how fast you're running, right? So if you um, if you do a five k like around where you live on your own, there is no reason to think about pace or how fast you're doing it. And if you're comfortable doing that forever and ever and ever, then do that. But as, I think people start thinking about pace as soon as they enter something where they are timed. And even if they're not comparing themselves to other people, which I would definitely suggest that you didn't, mm. uh, it's really easy to compare yourself against yourself. Yeah. So like okay. with Parkrun, for instance, you know, you finish it in a certain amount of minutes and you might think to yourself, oh, well, last week I did it in such and such minutes. So I've done it slower or I've done it faster or I've done it at the same time or whatever. And then like when you start entering things like half marathons, if that's ever going to be on your agenda, that you will be given, usually if you're doing a sort of fairly biggish one, you'll be given um, your times of doing the 5K in there, the 10, the 15 and 20K, mm-hmm. as well as the whole half marathon. So you'll have that all divided up. Um, and so it then, I mean, you can ignore all of that if you want to. Yeah. But there, that is all of those numbers can make people look at those numbers and think, actually, I wouldn't mind trying to go a little bit faster or I wouldn't mind doing that distance again and it to be a bit easier. So that's, that's my general motivation. I don't think I've ever hugely been like, 
I think I have an idea of what kind of time I, I like to run 5k, 10k and half marathon distances in. And I like to try and match that, which maybe is slightly competitive with myself. Maybe there's a little part of me that should forgo that and not compare myself to a previous version of me. But I do like to at least feel like I'm matching, even if I'm not getting quicker. But such a moniker. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> You're such a moniker. Who thought? The episode where she just compares herself to herself with cleaning. Who would have thought that I would, no, that, that would be who you would relate me to in the I cast know. of Friends? <laughs> Not Never. at all. Here that. I am being a Chandler my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that my my motivation has always been been making it feel easier. Um, but yeah. I guess it's finding yeah. what what suits you, Car. Well, I've just been thinking, I have been thinking about this a little bit this week because I've had quite a lot of stress at work and it's just been quite a challenge balancing um, some of the pressure at work with, um, yeah, trying to get Pablo out for his walks and the various mm. other house things um, and getting out for a run. Um, and they've gone somewhere in between, between feeling resentful that it's another thing to do on my list mm. and then feeling grateful for it that I have managed to prioritize myself Um even though obviously it's being fueled by a little bit of pressure from the podcast and having following a plan. But then I thought, well, what happens at the end of the plan? Because I am mm. actually quite enjoying this. I do want to continue it. Mm. Um, but I don't know that I necessarily want to go, okay, now it's time for a 10K and and just keep building. I want to kind of stop and, and chill out and refine that and enjoy the fact that I'm getting out and running oh my at God. times. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I was a bit like, well, what what happens then? How do I keep this motivation of being like, oh, I have to do this thing for myself, mm-hmm. but without having a goal that someone else has set for me and a bit of a pressure of accountability. Accountability. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Well, you know, you know what I mean. Oh God, we had, I think it's because we had a feature in, um, I think it was in our, uh, it was either our five or 10K special um, that that came out, the women's mm-hmm. running one, sorry, just to say that. Just buy in it case now. People aren't, yeah, buy it now. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> uh, That's why she's the those. marketing manager. <laughs> oh God. I know. <laughs> and I'm not. Um, in one of those, we did have a feature that was what's next and and it is a such a big 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 question and i think it's a great one to think about because i think it's it's too easy to say right after you've done couch to 5k go off and do 10k i think it's really mm-hmm. easy to think that and that's like that's only one thing Option. that you could potentially do that one of the outcomes is you could stop and just do something yeah. else right but but one of them could be that you i there was um there's a running club near here where they did a couch to 5k course but then they also did a sort of um 5k confidence course and it was just like you know carry on doing it for a couple of months and just do mm. you kind of re- it's like you're repeating that final week in couch to 5k but kind of over and over and over again but because you're meeting up with people you've got that accountability thing which moves mm. on to something else we were going to say i was going to say <laughs> what a great segue but do yeah. finish your point um but I think one of the other ones that we talked about was um yeah yeah you can you can just you can use it to sort of develop your fitness to to um to go further to go faster mm. or to kind of try different things you might it might get to the end of like doing the 5k and th- you think to yourself this is really really dull I wouldn't mind doing 
something else because i mean at the moment we'll find out obviously and i'm sure this will make a great episode when hopefully i get towards the end of this plan and don't break my ankle in the process mm-hmm. um your wankle. no more injuries guys my wankles <laughs> um we're doing well um but i do think that that's the case like whilst i i definitely don't want to stop and just never run again because what will happen is this exact thing in a year's time where i go oh i would quite like to run a 5k and i start this whole process again i definitely want to maintain that fitness that i've built and keep up that cardio but i don't know that i'm at the moment i don't know that i'm too concerned with being like okay and then i want to do 10k and then i want to think about half marathon and then i want to think about the next thing and i'm sure that's really common because this is where i'm at today is trying to achieve a 5k but i do think i definitely want to find a balance of accountability keeping up with that fitness um without as much pressure of just loading on another target that I have to oh, yeah. kind of hit. So yeah, I'm I'm excited yeah. to find out what that that looks like because it's just it's so I'm really, really starting to get into the zone, but also get into the routine of just enjoying, especially lunchtimes. I hate morning run guys, just can't find time in the afternoon and just want to sit down with a bev and a pack of crisps and yeah. chill out. Yeah. Um so lunchtime again usually feeling frustrated don't have a lot of time and getting outside and remembering there's a world outside and it it doesn't cease to amaze me that that happens every single time where I'm like I don't have time for this it's another thing I have to do and then by the time I get back the time I get back I'm like oh work doesn't matter that's just a weird thing that we all do (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's yeah I don't want to let go of of that kind of little gem I think you've hit the nail on the head of the two options. Well, I'm sure there are more, but the two options that I would be inclined to use to kind of keep it going, because I'm exactly the same, mate. And uh, there have definitely been points where it's felt like it's felt massively like regressing and it's not, but it has felt it where you're like, oh God, I've got to start couch 5k all over again or whatever it is all over again. And I've, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm starting from zero all, once again, even mm-hmm. despite having done all of that stuff. I would say also that first of all, it doesn't feel ever like starting fully from zero again. I don't know what it would be like if it, if I went mm-hmm. years without running, but when yeah. I've got months and months without running, it's never felt like it's never ever felt as hard as it did the first time I started doing it again. But Mm. I think the two things are giving yourself, yeah, that, that challenge to give yourself accountability, whether that is, yeah. um, Are you going to run a slightly faster 5k or are you going to uh, go back and um, look at a, look at that plan again, but instead of doing walk running, you're going to run jog or whatever or or like looking at different kind of ways to to give yourself that structure and to push towards the goal but also I think the thing that you said about routine and Mm. uh potentially having the accountability of like a group or a thing that you did once a week whether that be a park run or uh the I really like the Bath Fit Fam one that's just down the road from from me and Victoria Park they do a 5k around the park every Sunday morning Mm. yeah whether there's a whether there's an option of yeah you're slightly less motivated by by 
group stuff maybe like that than me context for everyone is that I am not a group gal Um, (laughs) sports don't come at me with netball Um, oh my god no not netball awful awful but I, I definitely right I think it's worth remembering that there's all those statistics about how what you eat and the exercise you do and how that can increase our longevity. But actually, one of the big main things about making us live for longer, happier, is society and social interaction, right? Sorry, sorry about that. But it is, it is. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that you have to suddenly be like tap dancing in front of 50 people and playing netball with a bib on or anything like that. It, It literally means interaction with another person I'm, like, I'm good one-on-one or with similar cynical folks like me um I'm looking at you both um <laughs> but yeah it's just that it's just that group thing and the kind of toxic positivity and the kind of undercoated competitiveness mm-hmm. um that I very much remember from netball which is why I, I referenced it but I do totally agree and I do I, I would love to run with you guys. I'd love to run yeah. with Hall. I'd love to run with Lex. And um, yeah, and there's a point where, I mean, I won't be doing 10K or training for half marathons probably anytime soon, but it would be really fun to be like, oh, let's go do that on a Sunday, do a 5K on a Sunday morning or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and I'd and love that, to do that with you as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's all you need to aim for, really. <clears throat> I think that that kind of... I've I've found that really surprising in myself that I would always always describe myself as being a lonely goat and that I'd I like churning out the miles with headphones on and listening to a book and mm. don't like people around me hate the idea of I have I've had some unsuccessful um <clears throat> runs with friends mm. where they've been faster than me for instance and I've I've felt you know trying to keep up and it's uncomfortable um but I have had some successful ones. So I think that that's another thing. It's a bit like therapists. Don't write it off when you've had yeah. one sort of slightly shit one. Try yeah. another one. Because I've definitely, I've got to a bit now where there are, um, there are two women that I will, not not always, so it's not a regular thing at all. I will occasionally go for a run with. And mm-hmm. I know that our paces vaguely match. And, and it's surprisingly lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, just the fact that you, it's it's never about training. It's it's always just about the chat. And it's just kind of Yeah. Um it's just a really, really lovely, surprisingly for for a lonely person, not a lonely person, a lonely goat kind of person. Yeah. Um, it's surprisingly effective in kind of um upping mood and yeah. making it not feel like a session. You know? Yeah, and then I then have you, that. And then yeah. the, I was gonna say, I was gonna even say yesterday the, that with with Lex. Sorry, that didn't really work as a podcast format then because we, we interrupted each other multiple times. Say what you were going to say. <laughs> we did. I was going... Well, no, all I was going to say was it's accountability. So that is yeah. the thing that just makes it carry on and on and on and on. But instead of accountability to yourself to finishing the five the Couch to 5K thing, it's accountability to show up at the same time as like, say, Hall or Lex or whatever mm. <clears throat> and running with them. And as long as the other person isn't desperately trying to achieve a certain pace... That is one thing. That is one way where knowing what your pace is can be very, very useful. So mm-hmm. I went on a long run with a friend who I don't see very often. This is a year or so ago. And we were going to do a 14-mile run. She was coming to stay for the weekend. But we very avidly looked at each other's stats on Garmin just so that we knew that, that the other person wasn't going to be too fast. 
So I was really worried. She was younger than me. And I was like, oh shit, she's going to be leaping off and she's going to be, she's going to feel like she's held back and I'm going to feel like it's too hard. But Mm. actually it turned out our paces were identical. So what do you do? So, I mean, obviously really good to know that if your, your paces match and what you're trying to achieve is similar, that's really useful. (coughs) Um, what do you do when it's not, what, what do you do if you're in a situation and somebody is like seemingly wanting to race with you and you're, you know, how do you find that confidence where you're like, no, I'm going to go at my pace, even though you're being a little bitch right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not competitive at all. Um, (laughs) No, how do you kind of hold your own and, and feel confident in what you're doing and, that's my first question. I've got a follow-up question. So that's mm-hmm. my first. I, 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 would I find say, that really difficult. Yeah. I, it, I do yeah, find that difficult. I've, I've never had it with a friend because generally um, my friends are quite similar paced to me. Um, so I've never found that that anybody has been super, super, super speedy. I have been on a run with Esther once where you at the end when we'd all run together me you and another woman who I believe was from sports shoes I think we were on a um oh Battersea yeah yeah yes when we ran in a a 5k in Battersea and Mm. we ran the majority probably 4k of it together Mm. and then for that last kilometer Esther went off ahead the other woman dropped back and I remained in the middle (laughs) and we kind of which probably meant everybody Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody had been running to my pace the whole time and I've been forcing it from front to my pace. But that, that meant that everybody... And, and that was like... That felt like a sort of... It, it felt okay to all at that point be like, right, this has been lovely. I want to get this done now. Or this has been lovely, <laughs> but I'm coughing my lungs up. So you guys go yeah. ahead or yeah. whatever it's been. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know, I think I think the main thing there is that that if your mates with someone and you're running with them, have the conversation first. Like, mm. you know, that's the way to solve it. Like it, it would be horrible, horrible to run with someone and to feel as if it's painful because you're having to, to put too much effort into it and for it not to be fucking fun because you won't be able to talk, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. So have well, that follows on to my next question, which is, do you guys talk the entire time? Is that what, what running with friends is? Like I have done. 
but not always. Yeah, same, not always. <clears throat> it depends on my fitness level. So I have been on runs where Lex has been much fitter than I have been, for, for example. And mm. I have entirely used her as a podcast where I've been like, how's school? Nothing else for me for the rest of the run. And I'll just <laughs> oh let her God. tell me about I've, it honestly... because I cannot breathe. So I'm like, <laughs> I'll just let her talk at me. But then I recently have, we've been a little bit more matched. So we have been able to have have more conversation. But yeah, definitely. I think, well, I think there's, the there's two things on that. I think I've, firstly, I've seen a meme that is that. That is someone running alongside, like, what, what do you do if you're going for a run with a faster runner? And yeah. the person that's the slower runner is like, tell me about everything about you from your childhood onwards. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> so you can do that. The other yeah. thing is, as as a confirmed lonely goat, and if you are also treading that sort of line, when I've run with... Oh, I'm not f- treading the line. I'm deep. And, okay, I'm- good, good, good. <laughs> it's lovely. It's lovely. She's in the goat um, pen. I love it. <laughs> when I run with Laura, who also I think is very similar, um, my friend Laura, um, we there's something about running shoulder to shoulder, looking in the same. It's so much more different than sitting opposite each other in a pub, which we do as well. That mm. we do occasionally have quite deep and meaningfuls as we're as we're running because it's easier to talk when you're not looking at someone's face. If you're me. Mm. But also long periods of silence, and that's absolutely fine. Okay, so that's where yeah. that's I'm interested in that because sorry, not no, that I don't. don't love talking. Obviously, I'm on this podcast. Um, I'm a fun contradiction. Um, but I I really like the idea of yeah being able to have a conversation, but also being co- comfortable in each other's silence and being oh, like yeah. oh, I'm got to crack down and and focus on this, especially if you're running maybe not a five k, but if you're working your way up and it's longer distances and you're talking about like half a day. Um, I I am an introvert and a conversation does drain me and I can't imagine being physically drained and emotionally drained at the same time and mm-hmm. being like I'm just gonna lie in this dark room and never come out again <laughs> this afternoon but I think yeah I don't want that to restrict me from finding connections and communities with something that I do like doing and yeah. I do want to continue doing and I like you said about the accountability um Paul and I always used to go spinning together and mm. at lunchtime. And that was a lovely little routine that definitely you, made you can't me can't talk in that. No, we can't talk in that. <laughs> no. Sometimes I would look at you. Sometimes I would look at you to be like, uh, to express something. Yeah. Um, which is, oh my God, my legs. Yeah. yeah which would be, oh my God, my legs. Or I was just playing Mr. Fucking Brightside again. Oh, <laughs> every, or, time. every time. Every time. I always like stuff. Yeah, that that was. Yeah, there was a very un uh, uninventive spin class we went to for a while. We did end up joining a better one where she was a, she was a big drum and bass head, so she would play <laughs> like it, <laughs> it got intense, especially if you were near the speakers. But um, <laughs> but that one was fun. But I think I, I I will let Esther answer that one because you've probably been on much longer. The longest I've run with, well, I have run a half marathon side by side with Lex actually when we did a virtual mm-hmm. one. Um, I think that by the end of those, a lot of of the miles would have been would have been in, in companionable silence. The thing that I find useful, and even like so, the other day we did a two mile together, and um, that was we've talked about this on the pod before. But when you're trying to match up with someone, even if you aren't doing quite the same plan, she's doing a half in the middle of March and mine isn't till the end of April, so she had to do four and a half, and I was doing two uh, as a midweek run. 
And so she did two and a half and then I joined her for her final two. And even that, we probably spoke quite a lot for the first mile, mile and a half. And then the last bit was just 0.2 to go, 0.1 to go. We're here. It's probably about (laughs) the only words that we exchanged. But I think that's the thing that I find it most useful for. Those shorter midweek runs are really, really nice companionable runs and I find them easier to be held accountable to if I know that I'm meeting someone because I find those ones quite difficult to be asked with but um, a a weekend run where maybe it's about clocking up that mileage it's about um, the stamina and endurance I do I do tend to find those a lot easier to do on my own really and if I am going to do them with another person then I think probably my preference would be to do them almost in silence apart from motivating each other I don't think I would yeah. want to be like talking about the, our deepest, darkest problems. Well, I, th- I mean, I, th- I think it's kind of, I think it's, it's almost a worry that you don't need to have because if mm. you're going for a run with a friend, then the friend knows you already and you already have mm. a kind of a conversational rhythm, right? So mm. that's not going to suddenly change. Like, like if you go for a run with Holly, Hull isn't going to like start requesting kind of answers to deep and meaningful questions when you're going for a run it will just I'm not be gonna be like explain shine. plato's cave <laughs> <laughs> that probably well, would might. Be yeah that would be quite a good distraction <laughs> <laughs> that actually yeah. i could do <laughs> she might do that but then i've i've definitely uh, there's um there's a race i've done in bath which is um a my uh, a marathon length I say a race it's not it's not it's a it's a long distance walking thing so it was a plod and it took about six hours and the first time I did it I did it completely Mm. on my own and I loved it absolutely loved it when I did it Mm. on my own um but then the following year or two years after that I did it with a friend I did it with Laura and it was a completely different experience but I have to say it went really really quick I think I did it it took longer but it felt mm. much, much shorter. And it we did, go we did fast, not, doesn't it? With another it person. does go fast. We mm. didn't talk. We did not talk for six hours, but we mm. talked because you, you, I mean, I mean, what can you say? I mean, six you know, hours. Yeah. There, it's there's not, not a lot. Cave. There's yeah. not a lot. Yeah. It is. That's what you've got. Yeah. But it was like, it, it was so, so lovely. It was so lovely. Yeah. And, and I, I do find it. Companionship. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like my relationship with Dave is also quite introverted and we very regularly do things kind of sat side but it sounds very sad when I say it, but sat side by it side. Perfect. Basically in silence. <laughs> it's my favorite way to spend time with people. <laughs> um no, but I do think like finding that person that you if you are a bit introverted that you are compatible with in that way, that you are gonna have a conversation and a fun time. Mm-hmm. You are gonna feel comfortable in each other's silence, but I think that would be really good. I was going to say about Hull and talking again about accountability with timings of when you're doing runs and midweek runs versus weekend runs and stuff. I I guess there is a preference. I suppose you guys have talked about this before. I found that midweek runs work really well for me like I was saying like at lunchtime between work because I can kind of rip the band-aid off with being like it's a thing I've got to do. I've got to put my trou- my trousers on. <laughs> my trousers on. <laughs> put my trousers on sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I do work from home so that is also <laughs> an official statement um, but yeah I've got to put my trousers and my trainers on um, mm. I've got to wash my hair there's just things I've got to do and then I always surprise myself with the fact that um, it's been good and I enjoyed running at that time whereas mm. weekends I do struggle a bit because I feel like I'm having to on top of doing catching up with the housework 
catching up with family or whatever I feel like I'm sacrificing more valuable time that I would yeah see whole or yeah. do something social wise because I've got another thing that I've got to do um so yeah it's interesting as well because I do think that routine like I said I haven't stuck to a calendar as such but I have got into Sunday Wednesday Friday um those are my my run days and those are also yeah. my hair washing days and <laughs> nice. um, makes sense makes sense and it, yep. it's it works well I somehow I've managed to like catch up on a run because I'm like ahead of schedule slightly I don't know where that happened nice. I'm talk about it because <laughs> I don't maybe I skipped one by accident I don't know but it's it's going fine so it doesn't matter <laughs> okay. but yeah what are your guys run days and or is that a thing that people have strong preferences Oh I'm my god, sure. yes. I'm sure people have insanely strong preferences. I've definitely heard people express them. My current and um, I think this is is probably I don't know whether I would necessarily say that this is I don't know if I'd recommend it, I guess I mean, because I'm very fortunate to work from home and also that running is sort of slightly part of my job. I probably wouldn't sack work off and do a 10-mile run. That might feel like mm. I was taking the piss a little bit, but I most certainly will take a slightly longer lunch break if I need to fit a run in. And so I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I reserve my weekends for myself. Mm. Um, but I will come back to you in a few weeks because as my runs, I'm doing a half marathon training plan at the moment and the runs are going to get longer and it is going to be more difficult to squeeze those runs in on a Friday. But I'm completely with you. I find I, I running at lunchtime or late morning works really well for my like energy levels and metabolism and stuff. It feels mm -hmm. like I've had time for some breakfast, so I'm not empty stomached, but also I've had time to digest it and wake up a little bit, probably have some caffeine. So it tends to work really well going at that time. In the past, if I've run on a weekend, in order to not have it impact my social life too much, I've run first thing in the morning on a Saturday or Sunday. And it has impact things more it means I can't have a drink the night before and it means I, I probably have to wake up even earlier to put something in my stomach before I start or I go on an empty stomach and then I might not have quite so much energy so it's mm. a whole tricky one but at the moment my answer to that is I've been and certainly Carl while your runs are a bit shorter in length in actual like time on your feet then um, I think that if you wanted to work them around your work schedule so that you were reserving your weekends to be completely your your own and do them Monday Wednesday Friday or something you'd still have rest days between and mm. you would be able to have that time but maybe that feels very have your cake and eat it well but no I was gonna say I I've been trying to do like a Sunday afternoon um my Dave works in Bradford and Avon and it has the lovely um like canal path um which is lovely very lovely and flat yeah. um so I kind of pick him up from work and he walks the dog whilst I do that which is um a nice little routine we've got into but also long dog walks as I talked about last week have been coming into play at weekends which means I am absolutely fucking knackered yeah. by Sunday afternoon yeah, and I, my lot. legs are basically shaking and I'm like okay got to do my next run um, <laughs> yeah so, yeah I think I think getting that timing right I imagine is obviously really important to kind of make it sustainable and it just becomes part of the furniture yeah. of your routine so, uh, I mean I agree with ho what Holly says I think um it kind of doesn't matter what routine we we have as long as it's a routine 
So um, I think the fact that you've got your set days is you're already kind of, you're already winning hugely Mm -hmm. because I have completely set days as well. And it just means that even though I haven't got them written in the diary, I know when I'm going. Yeah. And if yeah. I missed one for, you know, logistical reasons, I just put it in the next day or I try and figure out another time to do it. Definitely because running is the job. I do feel completely fine in running after school drop off, for instance, and things like that, rather than mm. I used to be getting up at kind of six in the morning. I don't do that anymore. Um, so I think uh, it's just making sure that the time is there. It's kind of, it's it's set in stone, but it has to be time that works for you because if you get to the end mm. of this and you just think, well, fuck that, I'm not doing this anymore because it completely knackered me out over the weekend then that's that's the reverse effect isn't it so mm. in, if you like enjoy the, the midweek ones then just do those you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely I think getting that right is so important because I mean I always thought about exercise as well I used to walk quite far to come to walk, work um I'm not talking about when I was like 10 minutes away hole I'm talking mm-hmm. about when I was like an hour walk away um <laughs> back, back in 10 the day. Minutes, right? I did but up a hill, hill on the way home. Up quite yeah, yeah, a hill. There was a hill. Yeah. There was a hill. Um, but it used to be about an hour and um, kind of walking that every day. Um, not that it's about weight, but did like lose quite a bit of weight. I just, I would call my mum twice a day whilst I was doing it. I got mm-hmm. into these routines that felt so good, decompressed from work before I got into home, all of these things. And um, yeah, it really changed my mind about exercise and routine because I do find it so hard to like, yeah, go to a gym class. And I guess we're talking about accountability unless there's someone else there and I feel the social pressure. Mm. Um, if I can just be like, oh, I'll just cancel that and move it. But although you get charged by the bloody gym, which is why I hate gyms. Um, mm. sorry. <laughs> sorry to everyone that loves the gym. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do feel if you get the routine right, even if it's not commuting, then it's mm. still that same effect where it's just like, well, that's just something I do. That's just something I've got to do rather than having that internal dialogue with yourself where it's like, oh, I could do it or I could not think about the time that I'd have. It's like, it just becomes a given. So absolutely. Mm. It's like having a, it's like having our team meetings on a Thursday. Like for me, Mm. it's just, this is when it happens and this is when I do it. Mm. And, and and I'm beginning to get there again with yoga, but I have to, I, you know, you have to sort of be quite strict with yourself about it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. With yoga, it's only when I'm about to have a mental breakdown that I'm like, oh, I should probably do something about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That yoga starts coming into place. Well, I've got that with strength. We've all got our Achilles heel. Mine is definitely strength training. At the moment, I'm finding it very difficult to work that into a routine. But I do completely agree. I think that once you're, regardless of when it is, when works for people, because obviously it's going to be completely different. That's why I felt bad sort of uh, putting that under a caveat of recommending in any way to anyone listening, because there must be people listening who are going, oh, fuck off. You Mm. work from home. You haven't got a real job anyway. And you work (laughs) in running. So, of course, you can do whatever you bloody fancy. I'm a a&E nurse or something like, I'm mm. sure there are people who are like but I think it's it's about working it into a routine that works for you and as Esther said having that thing where you end up going Wednesday and it feels yeah. like a Wednesday mm. because you know that you do your run and then you do your whatever on that day and mm. um it does become a uh, bit easier you know, to have that's why because I lo- I love routine and lists and and ticking things off and stuff and this this is why I actually really like the beginning of a mega marathon training block just because you have like 16 weeks of it 
mm-hmm. and it means yeah. I plot for four months. I'm like, okay, because then I, l- I look forward into my diary and I just think, well, that, that weekend there, I can't do my long run because we're away. So I'm going to take half day on Friday and do it, or I'm going to do it Friday lunchtime, or I'm going to, and I, I just like being able to know when I'm doing it. So it just feels, so it's not a stress. It's not, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, holiday so, days to run really did become yeah. uh, a bit of a thing. No, no, I, I'm going to try and avoid mm. those this marath- this half marathon block mm. as well. But mm. yeah, I have had a couple of training blocks where I did have to take a, a Friday off to do a 10 mile run or something. And it does kind of Brutal. suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you're doing it with bringing it back. Unless you're doing it with someone and it's a fun social activity that you yeah, guys are doing. Very true. Mm-hmm. And you're going for brunch afterwards. You can make it yeah. into a thing. You yeah. can make it into a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You but totally can. <laughs> not as it is, which yeah. is running in the rain. So Hol, what's, what's everyone doing on week? eight then what's the oh yes ready for everybody to hear me read hear me struggle through this as I normally do (laughs) this is actually so much easier to me we've come to an excellent point in the plan because I all I have to say (laughs) is you got three runs this week for week eight and it's 18 minutes running 20 minutes running and 20 minutes running there is no (gasps) walking which is it might might seem scary I think it's it's four. It's four runs, is it? Yeah. Oh my god! It's four. You got an extra twenty minute in there as well. <laughs> Where did that sneak in? I personally think that. I'm yeah, say I don't, don't think do you need to do that. There are no other weeks in this plan where you do four. So I either think that that might be a typo, or I think that that's optional. Yeah. Okay. Which three, three runs? I was going to say that totally messes with the routine. I know. No. Are you supposed to do that? No, I think <laughs> I personally reckon do three is more than enough, especially if you're mm. already upping, because even though your time on your feet is is actually slightly reduced, um, you are still, go, you know, it, it's psychologically a big move to go. I've just got to run for ten minutes and then I can walk to go to a, a whole block of going, okay, I've got 18 minutes without stopping or 20 minutes without stopping. I think just focus on getting those three runs in. And um, I remember reading, I think we talked about this before, but I remember reading um, a thing about the couch to 5k drop-off point. There, yeah. there comes a when big that? point. Is week there? seven or something? It's like week, it week five or six. It's when you like, hit the 20 minutes. Oh, earlier. Yes, yeah. it's exactly. It's when you hit the 20 minute chunks. Actually, maybe that is like week. Now. yeah maybe that is week six or seven or something but um and I think it is almost entirely psychological it's not like people do one or two of them and then go oh that's too hard it's people look Mm. at the plan and go fucking hell yeah so I think keep your cool keep a cool head you are more than capable of doing these runs well what's Cara doing first of all though what's yeah because that's is that two weeks before Kara's running. Yeah, so I'm two weeks before. Mm. Eight miles on Wednesday. Eight, not eight miles. No, I'm not Wednesday. running eight miles. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I thought I'd do a little prank on the podcast today. Uh, um, <laughs> week six, Car is doing <laughs> two <laughs> lots of eight minutes and eight minutes running, three minutes walking. Same thing again okay. for your next run two lots of eight minutes run three minutes walk and then your final run of the week is two lots of eight minutes run two minutes walk which actually you could look at again easier because it's less time on your feet 
Mm. Mm. I yeah, think- I think I am starting to see it that way, to be honest. Like, yeah. I mean, and potentially I could tweak this a little bit and not do it as exactly as it is. Yeah. But I feel like I I would like to do almost like a six, seven minute run, like 30 second walking kind of thing and yeah. continue that that way is that achievable if I were to tweak it slightly that way and then get up Definitely. to eight minutes still 30 seconds walking so rather than changing the walking time does that make any sense absolutely that makes complete sense Esther you look I would concerned. yeah I'm 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 <laughs> slightly conflicted and I am concerned okay. um one of the reasons why a plan of will be work like that mm. um will be to prevent injury Okay. So although you will feel cardiovascularly as though you are like there and ready to go and you could run 30 minutes flat out tomorrow. I do not feel it, like that, but yes. Okay. Um, it's, <laughs> it's definitely worth it, kind of building in a, a walk time. break. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't see that there is, I mean, if you shave 30 seconds off or a minute off, I, I, I don't think that's going to have any effect whatsoever. But just be wary that, going from you know like five minutes and a couple of minutes going up and mm. and not building in that walking time it's I mean I'm not saying that you're going to fall apart if you do that you're you're clearly not but mm. it's it those plans are written to try and prevent anything Injury. horrific happening to no, you. No that's good to know because I think cardiovascularly I will be knackered after the eight minutes it's more just that my recovery time of when I stop my lungs stop at having mm. some kind of yeah panic yeah. attack um is becoming shorter and shorter which I'm like oh that's interesting but that's great. Yeah, like and you said it's not only my lungs that is doing are doing mm. the running it's also yeah. the rest of my body so yeah that's true you can I totally do think that the Sorry, I was just going to say super quickly that the only reason that I do sympathize a little bit with what you're saying there, Carl, that made me go, yes, do it, was just because I think I can totally relate psychologically to the fact that mm. once once you feel, yes, I've recovered now and I kind of want to go for it again, it's almost more difficult sometimes to get yourself back up I'm and going again as we yeah. discussed True. and that it is quite tempting but maybe have a play maybe do that first one as it says on the plan and see how it goes and mm. see yeah. how it goes how it and goes. then if you do yeah. want to chop chop 30 seconds off that running recovery time I wouldn't cut it in half or anything but yeah chop some little chunks off it and see how that makes you feel then and I tell you what you could good. always make sure that the walking sections are up a hill or up some stairs yeah. Then you'd be. Um... Mm. Oh, then you'd be the fittest woman in the southwest. You would. Yeah. Oh, there's the a only tiny, person I don't to do that. Very... Honestly, I don't live in a very hilly place, thank God. But there's a tiny, tiny incline, um, and I've started just turning around at that point. <laughs> so, Absolutely um, so fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's me yeah. at the moment. Yeah, probably. As well. <laughs> could could include that extremely small incline uh, back into the. Oh the my god! There. I tell you what, though, as runners, you become so acutely aware of the tiniest difference of gradient, don't you? Like I've yeah. had people say to me, "Oh, Bath Half Marathon, that's like super flat, isn't it?" It's like, oh no, no, Where bloody Mount Everest. From? Have you been up that <laughs> yeah. bit on the Lower Bristol Road? Yeah, it makes oh me like. I famously saw Hole almost be, yeah, at a horizontal. Well, horizontal either which way. That was savage. They've removed that from the course car now. Yeah, good, to be fair. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm not surprised. I mean, it made me laugh, but 
Sorry. <laughs> no, laugh at me. It was awful. It was absolutely It was awful. an amazing photo, but you did it and it was it was awesome. But yeah, hills and uh running, not mm. not quite got to that part yet. That will I'll work that in. Oh, you'll get yeah. there. Get and, if, and I won't well, be running. You never in will. I never do. Yeah. I'll be staying in Bradford Navon where it's nice and flat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's something that we we should we should close this episode um and move on, but I am actually very nervous. We can discuss that later in the year. But if I am moving, mm-hmm. the area that I'm moving, as Carl can attest, because we've been for a couple of walks around the area now, is mm-hmm. I am so nervous about where I'm going to run. Oh, <laughs> yes. Hall, don't worry. I live on the side of a vertical you do, hill. You do, you do, actually. You just, you build quite good You find quads somewhere. You run downhill, you run on the flat, and then you walk back up again. It's okay. all fine. To be honest, that's what I do now. Maybe yeah. if I took one look at where I live now, I would have gone, oh, my God, how am I going to do it? But, yeah, the answer mm. is by running down to the canal path or something exactly. like that. The equivalent. Yeah, and walking and back, up back up again. Up. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, fuck hills, I reckon, yeah. Yeah, the title yeah. of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not into it. Well, well, thank you, guys. I will let you know next week. Oh, good luck I die. It. You yeah, shan't. good luck. You'll be good. You'll be good. (laughs) Lovely stuff. I don't think I've really got much else to say, to be honest. And actually, while recording this, I need to go for my first run of week three of my half marathon training plan. So I better shut up and get on with it. But just to say, as per, check out the show notes. Good luck with everything this week. And we're really looking forward to checking in with you again soon. Take care lots of love. Is that weird to say at the end of a podcast? I don't know. I'm saying it. Lots of love.